Ciao, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast with me, Nico James Bach, a broker at Royal Pay Signature in downtown Toronto. In today's episode, I want to talk about the July 2023 market stat and provide you with five takeaways, uh, real takeaways uh, from those stats. Um, I want to first uh, talk about uh, the most recent uh, headlines um, that uh, came out uh, shortly after the uh, web that were published um, on August the uh, 3rd. Um, the headline was, the average price of a home in Toronto has plummeted by six figures this year. Um, this type of headline uh, is designed to grab attention. Um, it goes on, the article goes on to say that even if realtors and developers want to believe that Toronto's real estate market is holding strong in the face of record inflation and sky-high interest rates, the steep downturn in sales volume and now declining prices tell a different story. So what story are they telling? Uh, so it goes on to say that looking at the same data points from 2022, we can see that there had been 51,940 sales by this time last year with an average price of 1239104 um, It is noteworthy that the 2022 charts in their actual report skewed slightly different, showing a year-to-date average price of 1222174 by July. That's a fall of nearly 10,000 sales and $100,000 in the typical price showing how much quieter the market has been this year as prospective buyers wait for more financial stability and lower lending rates to make a move. Uh, So while the data presented uh, is uh, accurate, uh, it lacks um, additional context. Uh, So this piece of headline making news has really little value to those who own real estate for more than two years. And it only discourages those who are hoping to get into the market by implying that uh, market uh, prices are actually tumbling and declining at, uh, at at a record pace. Why? Because year-to-year market stats in isolation ignore the big picture, and they don't take into account the gains obtained during several years of ownership. The only time when you may lose money in real estate, and I emphasize may, is when you are forced to make a change, buy and or sell. If you are forced to make a permanent decision in a temporary situation, that's the only time when perhaps you will experience a uh, a loss uh, in real estate. So I want to get into uh, the uh, market stats, and I want to to make note of the fact that when I present market stats, I present the stats for the current um, period, as well as the same period in the past four years. So it's not just year over year, uh, or last year to the current year, which I just mentioned is uh, not really very, very useful when um, presented in isolation. So for July 2023, the GPA market stats uh, look like uh, this. So we're seeing uh, now these are market uh, macro market stats. So it encompasses the entire GPA. Um, obviously, I will uh, present uh, through the various channels the um, 
macro market stats for Toronto uh, and the sub-markets of uh, Brampton, Oakville, Mississauga, etc. Uh, but for the purpose of this uh, podcast, I'll concentrate on GPA, uh, which gives a, a, a bigger picture of uh, the whole uh, residential real estate market. So average uh, sale price, $1,141,260. I also have a side-by-side chart of July 2020, um, which shows, um, this is for freehold properties, which shows an average price uh, in July 2020 of 903607 so comparing 1,141,260 uh, July 2023 to 903,607 July 2020, the average price has increased $237,653, which represents a 26% increase over three years. That's phenomenal. That roughly translates to 9% increase year over year uh, on average. And this, uh, again, is for uh, freehold properties. That is an impressive figure. It it shows that there is real appreciation in real estate. Um, I'll go go to the condo uh, sector at this point. And uh, the average price of a condo in the GTA, again, if this is a macro market uh, figure, uh, for July 2023, it's $735,171. Uh, in July 2020, that figure was 635778 So it represents a 16% increase over three years, or roughly 5.3% uh, year over year. Um, if we look at the uh, number of sales uh, year-to-date uh, in the GTA for uh, freehold properties, uh, we see that 443,908 um, units uh, have sold. The average days on the market is 17, um, which is um, down uh, slightly from uh, this time uh, last year. Uh, 17 days on the market is uh, a fairly brisk market. Uh, units are not staying on the market for too long. Um, that's primarily because inventory levels are, are still uh, fairly low and the demand is uh, high. Although that, that demand has been tempered by the increase in um, in the interest rates. If we go now to uh, the uh, five takeaways um, that I want to uh, highlight uh, from uh, the most recent stats. Um, real estate is a long-term investment. Um, I've said this over and over again. And um, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, looking at uh, last year's uh, numbers um, and comparing them to this year is not really very uh, helpful for anyone. Um, investing in real estate for the long term offers stability, potential appreciation, and passive income. It's like planting a tree that grows stronger and bears fruit over time. So think of it in terms of three years and longer. One or two years um, is not really enough time to measure price appreciation and to consider the inevitable fluctuations. I have here a TREB average price uh, graph, um, and it goes back <clears throat> from uh, April 2019 to July 2023. 
And um, as I've mentioned in other uh, podcasts where I uh, discuss uh, the market stats, the trend line is, for the most part, uh, trending upwards. It trends upwards. It fluctuates. Uh, there are dips uh, in appreciation, uh, depending on the factors that are taking place in the marketplace. Um, <clears throat> the most recent um, uh, significant factor being the uh, frequent uh, interest rate uh, increases um, that started in March 2022. So uh, from that point onwards, uh, there has been um, steady, steady uh, decline or let's say softening of, uh, of prices. Um, and that's a direct reflection of uh, buyers um, having a harder time qualifying uh, for uh, properties for mortgages and uh, the low amount of uh, properties that are available for sale. So that uh, is a trend that will continue. Um, the price softening uh, will uh, continue as we move further into uh, the summer market um, and heading to the start of the spring market. But that's going to tick upwards um, as the demand for housing continues. So um, the next factor uh, or takeaway um, is uh, the housing inventory fluctuates. And that um, is a direct reflection of the month's supply of inventory. Um, month supply of inventory is a calculation that quantifies the relationship between supply and demand in a housing market. So if new homes stopped entering the market, so nothing um, was listed um, for sale, how many months would it take to burn through all of the homes currently available for sale? Uh, so the MSI answers uh, this question. MSI seeks to, quanti to quantify how many months it would take the market in its current condition to absorb the entire active inventory. So we are easily able to see if the market is favoring buyers or sellers. Generally, a balanced market will lie somewhere between four and six months of supply. If MSI is displayed as less than four, uh, sellers have gained asking power. So they can more or less uh, dictate how much they would want, uh, within reason, of course, how much they would want uh, for their property. If MSI is above six, then buyers have gained negotiation power. Um, there are other factors that are involved. Um, uh, if people are, as I mentioned before, uh, if they have to sell, um, then they will be more um, in a position to uh, to negotiate and to provide um, uh, price discounts. Um, but uh, that is... Uh, on an individual uh, basis. All regions are showing MSI between 1.84, uh, in this case, Durham region, um, and 3.86, which is Brampton. If I go back to the GTA uh, market stats um, chart, uh, we are seeing that uh, the GTA on uh, on average as a whole micro market is showing 2.93 uh, months of inventory, um, which, uh, as I mentioned earlier, indicates that we are more or less in the seller's uh, territory. The third takeaway, slight decrease in buyer activity. So the most recent VOC rate increase 
on July the 12th continue to have a dampening effect on buyer activity. Now, this is reflected in a lower than average sales volume in July. So sales are down 15.7% to 43,908 units uh, in the entire DPA year to date. Uncertainty surrounding the direction of borrowing costs, jobs, and the overall economy has impacted home sales over the last two months. Over the long term, demand for ownership housing will remain strong on the back of record population growth. However, many home buyers will continue to be on the sidelines in the short term until the direction of monetary policy and the economy becomes clearer. I don't encourage uh, buyers to wait for interest rates to come down. Any gains, um, any perceived gains um, from an interest rate reduction will easily be eaten up by uh, the increase in price appreciation uh, over that same amount of time. So we're not expecting um, interest rates to come down anytime soon. Uh, it's impossible to predict exactly when they will come down, but we know uh, for certain that uh, they won't come down in 2023. Um, the next uh, BC, uh, the BOC rate announcement will be in September. So at that point, uh, we're thinking that uh, the uh, interest rates will uh, perhaps go up slightly, uh, or there may be another rate hold. Um, but I, I, I highly doubt that we'll see any kind of uh, decrease in interest rates uh, during 2023 and even the first quarter of 2024. In the meantime, prices will uh, trend upwards. So anybody who is in the market now for, uh, for real estate in terms of uh, buying, um, then they should look for those opportunities uh, that are being presented now, um, either in the new home sales market or even in the resale market, um, taking advantage of those um, properties that uh, are in a position to be sold, those sellers who have to make a sale. The fourth takeaway, misalignment in public policy. So we continue to suffer, unfortunately, from a misalignment in public policy as it relates to housing. Uh, the federal government is targeting record levels of immigration, that's clear, for the foreseeable future. But we have seen very little tangible progress in creating more ownership and rental housing to accommodate this growth. Population growth is imperative for economic development. However, this growth will be unsustainable if people can't find an affordable place to live. Uh, the new construction market has slowed due to the higher borrowing environment. However, this is posing an issue for our future housing supply. Developers are not building new product if the new product is not being sold. Uh, with con continued limited supply, prices will either remain constant or appreciate as we will not have the necessary number of homes uh, for our growing population. This goes back to uh, the comment I made uh, earlier with regards to um, opportunities uh, in the marketplace. So uh, even in the pre-construction market, uh, the uh, uh, builders and developers are offering uh, incentives to uh, attract buyers to the various projects in the GTA. And there are several projects. Um, and they are offering uh, incentives 
uh, like uh, uh, rental guarantee, uh, free locker, free parking, um, uh, a hold on maintenance fees, and many other uh, incentives. Number five, double-digit rental growth in the second quarter. Uh, so uh, another takeaway uh, from the most recent stats, the annual rate of rental growth for units leased in condominium projects during the second quarter of 2023 was 12.6%, pushing rent to a record high average of $2,803 or $4.03 per square foot based on an average 695 square foot unit size. While this is a somewhat slower annual pace compared to the first quarter of 2023, which showed 13.6%, and the fourth quarter of 2022, which showed 16.9%, it represented the seventh straight quarter of double-digit rent inflation. Over the past two years, condo rents in the GTA have risen by a total of 31.7%. Of the 17,542 newly completed condominiums that were registered during the 12 months ending June 2023, a record high 36.5% share of units were leased through the real estate board, rising from a 31.4% share for the period ending June 2022. Uh, this occurred despite the surge in interest rates causing the majority of investors fall into a negative cash flow position where rent do not cover monthly ownership costs. Um, I don't have figures for um, freehold properties um, which have either the entire property or the basement rented uh, simply because um, a lot of those units are not reported um, through the Toronto Re Regional Real Estate Board, um, whereas most condo units are. Um, so uh, I will look for uh, that information to see if uh, at least some of it is available and present to you um, at a later date. Uh, but uh, at this time, I don't have those figures. I suspect that they will reflect what the what is showing in the condominium market um, that rents are continuing to skyrocket uh, in the freehold um, uh, market. The GTA rental market has been on a tear for two years now with little relief in sight. Uh, starting off as a recovery from the pandemic, rents are now being driven to new highs on interest rates hitting their highest level in 22 years. The population increasing by record pace and near record low unemployment and scarce supply. People are being forced into uh, the rental market and that is driving prices up. The chart that I have here shows uh, in the second quarter of 2023, uh, rents, as just um, previously mentioned, have hit $2,803 uh, per month. Whereas in these, if you go right back to the second quarter of uh, 2019, uh, they were at 2421 If you go back even further, to the second quarter of say 2017, they were down to 2,071 uh, $2 So you can see that rents are um, on a different trajectory as uh, resale or even new homes sales, um, simply because uh, the higher demand for rental accommodation 
uh, as a result of the fact that a lot of buyers are priced out of the um, resale or new home market. So the final comment, uh, we have no control over interest rates. That is a fact. They are here to stay um, and they'll do what they uh, always do. the Bank of Canada establishes what the uh, interest rate is, and they make those decisions based on several factors in the in the uh, economy. As these higher interest rates continue to work their way through the economy, the bank expects economic growth to slow, averaging around 1% through the second half of this year and the first half of next year. Uh, the next schedule rate for announcing the overnight rate, Hardrick, is September the 6th, 2023. Uh, The bank will publish its next full outlook for the economy and inflation, including risk to the projection in the monetary policy report on October 25th. Um, I mentioned in last month's overview, uh, the fact that we can't and shouldn't ignore the impact new immigrants coming into Canada has. Uh, With Canada's population growing at a record pace, the medium Uh, term outlook for the GTA housing market remains for the most part positive. In the short term, some further caution on the part of buyers can be expected as rates edge up or hover around current levels. Although as we move into the second half of 2023 and towards the first quarter of 2024, increased demand for housing coupled with low supply levels should limit any further softening in prices. And in fact, we should see a return to accelerated rates of price appreciation. That's it for uh, this uh, episode of the Real Estate Podcast. Um, the um, July and, uh, well, June and July uh, market stats have been posted on my various challenge, challenge channels. And um, uh, so you can have a look at um, what the various uh, macro, macro markets and submarkets are doing. If you want a micro market analysis, you can reach out to me directly. Um, some of you have already will receive or will receive uh, a general CMA, which will uh, provide you with uh, a, a good look at where your particular um, community uh, stands in terms of uh, value. Um, you can reach out to me at any time. Uh, my contact information is easily available uh, at the end of this um, podcast and uh, this video, the YouTube video, as well as through my various uh, channels. Channels. I'm in trouble saying that word now. Um, that's it for now. Um, as always, uh, I'm on your side and will provide you with the most accurate information possible. Ciao.